this is Kevin, aka Kevon, with another episode of the Kevon Show. Um, this episode today is brought to you by Sight Let Me Stop. I don't have sponsors because um, I'm not recording an app for 15 cent per minute, so I'm not going on that road. But really though, how have y'all been? It's been a while since I've been back on here, you know. Um, I think I'm actually going to do an episode every two weeks just because I need to make sure I have the time and I don't want to just put some bullshit out every week. Um, I'm actually doing some contract work with my old job and I am tired from that, so... Uh, Today is Saturday, December 26th, and I was in a good headspace, I was in a good mood, I finally got a good amount of sleep, so that's when I decided to come downstairs and uh, record this for y'all. But I have, um, you know, been strong a little bit, but I'm making it through just like most people. Um, Today's episode, the name of it is called Triggered. Imagine that. Alexa, play Triggered. So, um, yeah, let's get into it. So, y'all, the reason why this episode is called Triggers is because that's exactly uh, (laughs) what happened to me. Um, Somehow or another, I ended up in the same chat room on Clubhouse, um, on the Clubhouse app with my first ex. And it really sent me to a place that I hadn't experienced in, man, it's been four years, basically. Yeah, actually, it's been four fucking years. Damn. Um, But, yeah, it sent me to a place that... I hadn't been in so long that it damn near scared me. Um, basically, when I broke up with my first ex, things were really toxic. You know, we were not a good match. He wanted me to not do certain things. If you're listening to this, you probably know how I am. I'm going to do every damn thing I want to. But no, like nothing crazy just as far as me spending time with my friends and being around people that he, for some reason, didn't approve of. And he was insecure about for no damn reason. But um, <laughs> basically, I remember when we broke up in 2016... Um, the breakup was hard, but my biggest thing was that I feared that he was assaulting my character or going out and talking about my character. And kind of what happened with that is that I learned to accept that people may have perceptions of who I am, but it's not real. And that's kind of the work that I went through in therapy during that time as well. You know, my therapist, shout out to her once again, um, she helped me kind of build up my self-esteem and who I was. She made me believe in myself and she basically told me, you know, you are who you are. Other people can't have their perceptions of you, but deep down, you know that you're a good person. You know that you're not perfect either. You know you tried doing this, you tried doing that. You know you did this and that was wrong, but you did this and it was great. So it's like she kind of reinforced who I was and I learned to accept myself. But when I saw him in there, it took me back to that really bad headspace because I was kind of scared about what he would say to his friends or what um, you know he thought about me. When in reality, it doesn't fucking matter. Um, the, I think the reason why it really kind of cut so deep is basically because I've spent so many years of my life trying to figure out who I was um damn that's kind of deep <laughs> in middle school um I noticed that I was kind of different from everyone else because I was not out there doing them damn sports um I wasn't interested in girls like that but I really didn't know I was gay so you know having kind of those gay characteristics and not genuinely not knowing you were gay is a weird place to live in and I know some of you are probably listening like how the fuck do you do that? Bitch, don't know. Ask some of your gay friends because they probably experienced it too. But um, I experienced that myself, you know. It's, it's, it's crazy because <laughs> I had a friend one time tell me, oh, yeah, you're in love with so-and-so. This was years ago. Actually, one of my old best friends. And um, I was like, you're lying. Turns out he was right because, you know, some other people from the outside can see it. But when you're going through it yourself, you've been raised up, Um, in my case, you know, Baptist, Christian, you're kind of taught a lot of self-hate and so you it's basically you're denying who you are the whole time and so my character was always something that I questioned about myself I questioned 
you know, how should I present myself? Do people think I'm a good person? Because I know I am, but do they think it is? And that's what came up for me. Um, when we first broke up years ago, I wondered if he would assault my character, if he would tell people this. And even though I know rationally, I have been around his friends, I have been around our mutual friends, they know who I am as a person. I still thought that he had some type of leeway. And, you know, there's probably other factors due to him being in North Carolina. I was in Florida at the time that kind of led to that. But I was so worried about that and I was so irrational. And when this happened on, when did this happen on Thursday? It took me down like a, a rabbit hole. I had to FaceTime Christina. She had to kind of, she really did call me down. She knows, she, she don't know this, but she did a lot more than she thought she did. Um, but she kind of taught me out of it and kind of normalized my experience that being triggered when you see someone you haven't spoken to or kind of stopped talking to because they did some wrong shit um, even after the breakup and we had gotten quote unquote good. That it's okay to have those feelings. Um, it it was so scary, y'all. Like, have you ever been through some shit, thought you got through, it, and then years later it come back up, basically, and you react really strongly? I thought that's where I was, and I even got in so deep into shit into this shit that I thought that I was regressing and becoming, not regressing and becoming something. I thought I was, I thought I was, I thought I hadn't got through it. There we go. I thought I hadn't got through the feeling, the feelings and emotions, and I kind of just had to come back to, you know, a clean slate and realize, no, Kevin. These feelings are emotional. You know, it's a response that you have that a lot of people would experience, that I would experience, that they would experience, blah, blah, blah. But I was triggered as fuck by that shit. And I had to really sit in my emotions and also validate who I was as a person. I really had to, you know, cut down to my core beliefs and say, okay, Kevin, who are you as a person? And who I am is undeniable. When you meet me, when you talk to me, um, my friends, everyone, they see that shit in me. So why can't I see it in myself? And I think that just really highlights the struggle that I've had my whole life. Um, From the beginning, I kind of didn't know who I was. I knew I was different, but I didn't flesh that out until later on in my life. So now that it's solid, things like this come along and it makes me question myself. And it makes me want to have approval from others for my character, if I'm being completely honest with you. Um, that is something that I struggle with. I know even some of you all listening because you're my close friends. Um, I question my relationship with you all. If I don't talk to you all for a certain time or if you respond a certain way to my texts, um, even certain people that are local, when I want to hang out with them, I question, hey, uh, did this person really fuck me? Because they haven't hit me up about doing anything or um, this person I haven't talked to in a while. Like, It's just one of those things I'm learning to grow through and really work through those feelings and validate it myself. Like, I think the biggest thing that I've worked on myself this year is that I am worth it, that I am a good-ass person, and that I'm the shit. Not being cocky, I'm just the shit. We all are the shit. And I just have to really keep that with me and remind myself. And even though it took a while to get through those uh, hectic and insane emotions, I did get through it. I think it was the best that I've ever done because I was able to, for the first time in my life, sit back and look at who I am. And kind of affirm that within myself. Say, okay, Kevin, um, this person, even if they somehow did see you and experience negative emotions and thought these negative things about you, it's not fucking true. You are the shit. You have good friends. You have a great life. You have a great character. That shit is undeniable. And that's something that I kind of grew through this week. So that was the first trigger. And so <laughs> moving on to Christmas, the next day, I saw my most recent ex. And he doesn't know I'm going to say this. But here the fuck I am. <laughs> and basically what happened was that is that he had gotten his um I think his new partner or the guy he's talking to, um, a gift. And someone had texted me about it and was like, Oh, is that that person? I'm like, Yeah, and I saw it and it sent me down the rabbit hole once again. Now, 
I have a very good relationship with my most recent ex. We are, you know, healthy. We talk every day, basically, and boundaries are good. Um, We are on some real friendship. And of course, you know, when you become friends with your ex, well, I'm not saying of course, because this is the first time I ever experienced this shit, but um, when you become friends with your ex, it is a whole lot. I now see why people don't want to work through this shit, because it is fucking insane. You experience so many emotions, and it's either, you know, in my case, I'll just say, it's that I'm, <laughs> I once again struggle to see that someone else values me. And basically, when I saw this person give the other person a gift, I'm like, damn, I'm happy for my ex's happiness and that, you know, this seems really good. But then I also question my own value, like, damn, was I a bad person? You know, why didn't we work out? Um, You know, that didn't happen to me. Well, certain things didn't happen to me. I wonder if their relationship meant more. It's something that I've worked through. And, you know, I've talked to my most recent ex about it. And he's literally like, Kevin, shut the fuck up. You are amazing. Yeah, we had our ups and downs and it wasn't nothing toxic. We just had disagreements like every couple. But, no, you are an amazing person. I had so many first-time experiences with you. I traveled with you. I did these other things. And he he literally is telling me that I'm not the person that I'm playing myself out to be. I'm so hard on myself. And also, he's like, you know, a relationship is also two people. It's not just about you. You know, stop doing that shit because you're going to run yourself into the ground. Sometimes shit doesn't work out. And on top of that, he's like, Kevin, you moved back to North Carolina. We definitely didn't want to do long distance, so shit wouldn't have worked out anyway, which is all very true. But it was just one of those triggers that I saw because I started to go down that rabbit hole of, damn, like, why wasn't I good enough for us to possibly work out? Or why wasn't I good enough um, to do these things? And it's just, you know, you start comparing yourself to the person that they're with and you have to once again go in and validate yourself. And it's just something that I struggle with. Um, And if I'm being honest with y'all, I've been struggling with that shit since... Uh, since June, since I knew he was talking to the guy, and um, I don't have no hard feelings for the other guys, nothing like that. It's more so me about myself and learning to move on. Like I said, this is something that is very unique to you being friends with your ex, and you know, while we're in a pandemic, while I'm not dating or talking to no one else, and for the most of this time, I haven't been working. I mean, I've only been working for a week and a half on contract with my on contract with my old job, so. All that time for you to sit around and to sit in your fucking feelings, it brings up a lot for you. And I know some of you listening to this have experienced that. I know especially one person that's been thinking about some people that were uh, in their life earlier this year. <laughs> she knows who I'm talking about. But um, but yeah, like once again, it's like back to back two, you know, two days. One day is this. One day is this. And I'm once again being super hard on myself and I'm not validating who I am or taking a lot of time for me to validate who I am you know I'm jumping off a cliff saying okay I was not this type of person you know I wasn't good enough oh I didn't deserve this and it just really fucking ate me up and really highlighted you know things I have to do moving forward like I'm clearly still working through some feelings of that relationship it's, it's nothing I'm hanging on to too deep it's just that I'm still processing it processing it because I am you know I was connected to this person I do have a good relationship with them I am friends with them and seeing them with someone else that makes them happy, for me, sometimes it makes me feel like I was less than that I didn't make them happy. And in reality, such as in our case, it just didn't work out. Um, I feel like a lot of people experience that, you know, and different people handle it in different ways. For me, because I saw the good in this person, I want to stay their friend. And that's why I personally am willing to work through these feelings. I'm willing to have these conversations with him and talk about 
um, how I was triggered by things and him tell me, you know, hey, these are times where I didn't feel so valued because this happened, you know. It's all a part of growing and becoming who we are and trying to do better for the person that's going to be next in our lives. But for me, it was just so hard because I just put myself down so much. And that's something that I'm really, I'm really trying to be better about. And I've, because I care about the friendship with my most recent ex, um, because I actually care about the friendship, I'm putting in the work to do it. I'm not willing to let my um, irrational thoughts or my fucked up perceptions of myself get in the way of an amazing relationship um, as far as friendship. And also, when you think about it at the end of the day, um, all the shit that I'm saying is normal. You know, when you care about someone, and even though you're no longer with them, the first time you see a picture of that other person, or the first time, not even the first time, shit, because this damn straight the first time for me, but um, <laughs> when you see them with somebody else, you're going to be triggered. You're going to have some feelings. The thing about it is what to do with it. And for me, I immediately said, all right, Kevin, it's okay. This person doesn't hate you. That person doesn't hate you. You're in a good place in this person's life. Look back at the text messages that were sent a few months ago, or probably weeks ago in my fucking case, because I'm always feeling some damn emotions, and realize that they do value you. It is okay. As a matter of fact, you know, today, this happened yesterday, yeah. Today, he called me about some shit, not about his relationship, but, like, he called me as a friend to ask for some advice on how to deal with some shit and to tell me, and, like, that once again, going back to what I said earlier, speaks to the character that others see in myself that I have struggled seeing in myself sometimes. Um, it's it's an insane place to be in because if you know me, my emotions are insane. Uh, I'm a Taurus. I don't know if I'm going to make the right analogy, but deal with it. <laughs> um, I'm a Taurus, and basically most things don't bother me. I'm chilling the fuck out, but when you touch me or you hit me with some emotional shit, I shut down. With my first ex, um, we would be arguing or something, and it would fuck up my whole day. I would go into work, be pissed off. I would go to class, be pissed off, or sad, and all this other shit. It would really fuck me up. Whereas to now, you know, even in this past relationship, when we went through something, I was able to actually process it with him and talk about it or say, hey, we'll talk about it later, and it was a lot easier. You know, I could kind of live my life, but when emotions hit me, y'all, sometimes it just shuts me down. And yesterday, I just had to go into my room and lay down and text Blake and kiki and talk all this shit and he helped me through it yesterday um and as you can tell i lean on my friends because i have amazing friends y'all are the shit even though y'all deal with my bullshit all the time but um it's just a weird place to be in um i'm really struggling and actively trying to work on it and something that i want to ask y'all is you know have you ever been friends with your ex what did you do to get through it you know um i think there's a way on this anchor app to send to send a link or to send something where you all can kind of leave me a quote-unquote voicemail and I'll try to put into the next podcast. But I want to know, you know, what are some ways that you work through your own insecurities? What are some ways that you dealt with personally, um, someone from your past kind of surprising you in your life, and how did you work through those feelings? Like I said in the last episode, yeah, I have a degree in therapy. It doesn't mean I really know how to use all aspects of that shit. I'm still fucking human. Um, we're not superhuman people. <laughs> we just have a few more additional resources, but bitch, I have exhausted mine. So let me turn to y'all. What do y'all do when you're put in certain situations like this? And how do you work through those insecure feelings that you have? How do you work through seeing your ex with someone new? You know, even if you and your ex are on good terms, how do you work through those feelings that first hit you and then not take it on personally as an attack on your character or turn it internal to some shit that just isn't true. So um, I'm going to try to add the link in the bio. Actually, I ain't going to do that to y'all. I'm not even going to lie to y'all. Nope. If y'all want it, text me. I'll send it to you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, 
that's really what I went through this week. Um, I had a completely different plan for this podcast to talk about what the fuck I'm talking about, growing up with some other shit, conversations that I had with Dylan, you know, um, people getting married, people getting engaged, all this other stuff. But when I had those emotions, it kind of overrode everything that I said um, or that I thought about earlier. And one more thing that we had to remember, too, is that we are still growing. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's just really what it is. Like, at 27 years old, I'm still learning how to deal with these feelings. You know, this is my first time experiencing this. This is my first healthy breakup that I went through. It's my first time seeing a ex with someone new. Because, honestly, my first ex, I don't know who the, I don't know what the fuck he's doing. Or, I don't know who the fuck is in his life. But, um... It's my first time experiencing this shit, and this shit never ends. Um, I think I'm starting to see, well, you know, what our parents used to say growing up. You know, as you get older, you experience things, or you continuously learning. At first, we, you know, when I was younger, I can speak for myself. I was like, bitch, I'm going to handle this shit. I'm going to be good to go. And on top of that, I'm getting my therapy degree. I'm going to know how to do this shit. Ain't nothing going to catch me off guard. <laughs> bitch, I've been learning all fucking year. I've been learning how to deal with you know, unpleasant circumstances, being laid off, having to move to Florida, not being able to stay in Tampa where I had planned to stay this whole fucking time uh, after my lease ended. Like, it just never ends. There's always more to learn. There's always more shit to go through. And honestly, I'm fucking tired, y'all. Like, (laughs) it's just so much growing. And, you know, this year I've been forced to grow in ways that I didn't think I would have to be. You know, I've been forced to adjust to living at home. That's another thing I want to talk to y'all about. You know, I love my parents. It's not a bad living situation. It is good as fuck. I don't gotta pay for shit. But it is driving me insane. I need my fucking space. So, speaking of that, actually, um, what did my church say? My church says, uh, praise report. I have a praise report. <laughs> um, kind of seeing, going into a different scene off of that topic. Send in your shit. Text me. You can send in the link. But... What I'm doing next week, I'm actually taking a solo trip for the first time. I'm actually going to um, Norfolk, Virginia on Friday. Driving up there, hanging out in town, honestly just getting some food and sightseeing and shit. Then I'm staying the night. The next day, I'm driving up to Bush Gardens, Williamsburg, because I have a ticket to go to their Christmas time event. And this will be the first time since I since September that I'm going to be riding some roller coasters. They only have three big ones open, which I'm going to just marathon those and keep riding them over and over. But I'm going to ride some roller coasters, get some fun time in, and then I'm going to go stay in Washington, D.C. that night and explore the next day and then head back. And it's just something that I'm really, really looking forward to. Um, You know, COVID has really taken away a lot of the things that I like to fucking do, a.k.a. hang out with friends and shit. But for the first time in my life, I said, you know, let me make this time for myself. I just started working, don't got a lot of money, but it's completely worth my mental health because being here in the house with my parents, um, while it is convenient, it is easy. I don't have my personal space, you know. Sometimes I'll work in the basement and do my own shit, and I will go upstairs and be annoyed with my parents. They didn't do shit to me. They're not doing anything wrong. I'm just annoyed as fuck because they are there. Love them. Don't want them to go nowhere, of course. But damn, I want my own fucking space, and, you know, being in my own house isn't it. So that's what I'm doing this week, and I really, really, really fucking look forward to it. I'm definitely going to have an update for y'all because unless unless it snows and I can't go. But, um... (laughs) That's something that I'm really looking forward to that I'm actually doing for myself and for my own mental health. It's something that I kind of uh, have to do right now just to kind of stay on track, especially because I didn't go see that damn uh, therapist that uh, I was supposed to go see. So that's all that I got for you all this week. Um, I had to force myself to get down here and send this shit through. Um, I know it's a little bit 
low energy. Damn, my body cracking and shit on the mic. Got a new microphone, so hopefully I don't sound as rough as I did through my AirPods. <laughs> but um, that's what I got for y'all this week. I hope y'all have a amazing week. Um, you know, make good time for yourself, for your family. Go have some fucking fun. Eat some food. If you're in Raleigh, let me know what the fuck you eating too, because um, a bitch needs to pull up. Only if it's top tier, though. Don't give me no BS. I, I ain't with it. But y'all have a good week. I'm going to go upstairs and get ready for this trap karaoke event from the house. Um, so basically some nigga shit with some music where I can dance around and watch other people dancing. But um, y'all have a great time. Hope y'all have a, you know, well, damn. Hope y'all have a happy New Year's. Hope y'all had a Merry Christmas and stay safe. Don't be dumb and going out to the clubs and shit, okay?